It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It is time for Summer League. The Orlando Magic made their way to Vegas after practice on Wednesday on Tuesday, getting ready for Thursday's big debut. We'll talk a little bit about what to expect from Paolo Bancaro, the goals he has, the goals RJ Hampton has, and maybe a little bit the goals that Devin Kennedy has, what to what the Magic are hoping to get out of Summer League. It's time for a Wednesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 6th, 2022. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to dive into Summer League. What to expect and what we're hoping to see from Paolo Bancaro. What we're hoping to see from RJ Hampton. And what the overall goals are for the Orlando Magic as we get ready for Thursday's big game between the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets. Summer League is Summer League. We'll bring our usual warnings. I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, live live TV, what are you going to do? Um, we got, we'll get plenty into Summer League. We'll talk a little bit more about Summer League as well on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic as we get ready for Thursday's big game. But before we do any of that, we want to thank you again for, for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked on podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked on and the team you're looking for, the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast also brought to you by Arcade 1UP. Locked On Magic is partnering with Arcade 1UP to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three. These are the guys known for making the incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many, many more. All your favorites. Enter to win on Arcade1Up.com slash LockedOn. That's Arcade1Up.com slash LockedOn for your chance to win one. Summer League is well underway throughout the entire NBA, and, and, and Magic fans especially had their eyes on Salt Lake City uh, earlier Tuesday night uh, when Chet Holmgren made his debut for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and it was a good one. But it's Summer League, so I would warn everyone not to read too much into it, although Chet looked very, very good, as we knew he would. I will repeat this line. I will say it again because Chet's going to have a bad game here. 
Paolo's going to have a good game. Paolo's going to have bad games. Franz Wagner was terrible in last year's Summer League. Summer League is not about the results. I, You know, the Magic will say they're in it to win it. They're trying to win games. Honestly, looking at this Magic Summer League roster, I'm not wholly convinced of that. Um, but yes, they want to win. Yes, they want to be competitive. But this is not about winning and losing. This isn't about stats. I will say this plenty of times over the next week and a half. You don't figure out who can play in Summer League. You figure out who can't. If, you know, again, even Franz Wagner struggled all of Summer League. And, and there were some things that we really liked. Jalen Suggs was really good in Summer League last year. There were things that we liked about Franz, but we were all really worried about Franz Wagner going into training camp. And obviously, he hit the ground running in the regular season. He was all-rookie first team. Summer League was a distant memory. He's not even playing this year because he does not need it. So take everything you're about to see in Las Vegas with a grain of salt, and we will try and suss out what is true, what is not, what we can believe in, what we need to work on, all that stuff. And that's really what Summer League is about. Look, no doubt, the biggest thing the Orlando Magic are getting out of this year's Summer League is their first chance to work with and see Paolo Bancaro on the floor. That is 100% the biggest thing the Orlando Magic are going to see here in the next week. And honestly, we may not see all of it on the court during games. I still have this suspicion that I think the Magic went super hard in their practices last year. So by the time they got to the games, they were pretty worn out. You could see, um, you know, especially in some of those later games uh, with, with the main guys, that they were missing a lot of shots short. And, and, and I remember that Cleveland game, the second game against Cleveland especially, um, I remember watching that, that third quarter and saying, these guys look exhausted. Who's to say how hard the Magic have been going in practice or whether they'll have legs or whether these games are important uh, to that point. But this is very much when we say process over results. This next week is process over results. And so when it comes to Paolo Bancaro, it's not about how much he scores. It's, it's not about how well he shoots. You want him making the right decisions. You want him making the right reads. You want him doing the right things. And sure, the results should come with that. But it's about doing all those things. And most importantly, it's about getting his feet wet. This uh, summer league in general is about just that. It is truly about exposing your young players to the rigors of an NBA practice, to an NBA-style game, and kind of testing and seeing how they respond to it. Testing and seeing what they're able to do. When it, gets to, when it comes to Paolo Bancaro, look, I, I want him to have one big game. Jalen Suggs had one big game last year's the opening game against Golden State. It was really, really exciting, and, and we saw a lot of what made him fun his rookie year, and, and, and as the summer league went on, we saw what he'd ultimately struggle with. You're going to see hints of both the good and the bad as you would in every game, and, and, and these games especially, uh, you know, Paolo Bencaro has said it, Paolo has said it directly, they haven't played five-on-five. Five. They haven't really gotten up and down the floor until these practices. He hasn't played a real game since April, been th- you know almost three months now. He's just gonna be excited to get out there, and and to some extent, this is just roll the balls out, ball out, and let him play a little bit. Um, you know, again, some structure, some principles, some core understandings, but just let him go. Just let him get the feel of everything. 
But I will tell you this, the Orlando Magic do have goals and do things, do have things they want to accomplish with Paolo Bancaro. And and it's not necessarily about the scoring. It's about an understanding of what he can do in, in NBA basketball. We were at practice on Sunday, and the Magic let us watch like the, maybe the last 10 to 12 minutes of practice. Um, and, and, and Paolo was working with all the other forwards on kind of post-play. And there was a point during the, during the, the session that we were watching where, you know, Jamal Mosley was on the floor playing the, playing the center, like kind of spotting guys up. And there was several points throughout the course of the, tra- of, of the drill where he would stop and, and go, to, go to Paolo and say, spin off my shoulder, come, come right off me, like really kind of up the physicality. There's even a point where Paolo kind of came down the lane, little, kind of a little softish, kind of post up, not kind of going through the drill hard, and, and, and Mosley kind of stopped the drill and really just made it clear, like, hey, you got to go hard here. You got to come come in here, get the ball, you know, body into the guy. And Paolo came back, really got into Mosley. You could see the smile on Mosley's face that his, his young star understood the call. There shouldn't be much worry that Paolo Bancaro is going to be super physical. He is a physical guy. It was the one of the biggest things that I always noticed about him at Duke uh, was you could not miss him on the floor. He was everywhere, and, and he was just a presence. Just his size alone was a presence on the floor. Um, and so, you know, Paolo's going to be that. He, he, that part's not going to go away. But what he has to understand, and, and I think one of the big things the Magic are going to try and have him understand this year, or, or this this week at Summer League, is that he can do this at the NBA level. Not to be afraid. To understand that there is another level to his game that he's going to have to reach, and, and that the Magic are going to have to kind of coax and develop out of him. There is no dipping your, your toe in the pool here. You got to dive head first. That's what Summer League's about, and it's okay to fail. Failing at this stage, not a big deal. Honestly, not a big deal at all to fail at this stage of the process. Make your mistakes in summer league. Franz Wagner certainly did. Play your game, find your spots, get comfortable in the NBA system and NBA rules with NBA calls, with NBA plays, with NBA coaching. You know, Pancaro noted that one of the big differences in the NBA is the speed at which things come at you. I do a lot at these guys early on in training camp just to kind of get terminology down uh, to, to get the basics of what they're trying to do and what they're trying to run so that they're a little bit organized during these games. But he said, you know, in college, you could kind of stop and take the time to explain things. Here it's explain and just go. That's the difference between the NBA and college. As good as Coach K is as a teacher, the NBA doesn't have time to waste. They know they got the players for an hour and a half. They don't want to waste their time. They're going. And that's what this summer league is about. That kind of exposure. For a young player like Paolo Bancaro, especially, it's just it's this understanding and this exposure to the NBA game. Again, make your mistakes now. Figure out where you can get your shots. Figure out which shots are bad shots. Have the coach yell at you for taking a bad shot here. That's okay at this stage and at this setting and in this environment. It's not about being perfect. Honestly, if Paolo Bancaro has the kind of game that Chet Holmgren had Tuesday night against uh, uh, in Salt Lake City, if he has that kind, if he doesn't, if he has that kind of a game, great. That's a good thing. If he doesn't have that kind of a game, 
So what? It doesn't really matter. What matters is he's learning and understanding what the right reads are, what the right things to do are, and gets the understanding heading into the rest of his offseason and getting ready for training camp what he has to do to be the best kind of player. This is summer league. Like I said, it's not about who can play. It's about who can't play. And you can tell very quickly who can't play. I have a feeling Paolo Bancaro is going to shine. He's going to really assert himself, and the Magic are going to be there letting him do it all night long. We're going to talk a little bit about what to expect from R.J. Hampton, why he decided to come to Summer League, and what that means for him and his future coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Arcade One Up. We have big news. The one, the only NBA GM is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, don't at me, but they've made it bigger than ever with a Shaq edition machine. We all know NBA Jam is perhaps the greatest basketball video game ever made. Don't at me, 2K fans. You know it's true. People are obsessed with NBA Jam. People like me who grew up playing NBA Jam, whether it's NBA Jam Tournament Edition or any of the offshoots, the two-on-two action, if you've never played the game, is perfect for the fast pace of video game lifestyle. And plus, an NBA in the original NBA Jam came out in 1992. Shaquille O'Neal is on the Orlando Magic. So you get the good version of Shaq. Don't at me, Lakers fans. You know, see, go into your heart. You know it to be true. Magic Shaq was truly, truly special. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from ArcadeOneUp.com. That's Arcade, the number one up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics. It's not just NBA Jam. It's all the classic arcade consoles, like Golden Tee. You probably see those in bars all the time. It's a fun game once you figure it out. Mortal Kombat, the original fighting game that turned video games into a million-dollar industry, still holds up today. You're going to need it to, to know what's going on in the movie, too. And many other Great video games starting at just $399. Check this out too. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a Locked On listener. Enter for a chance to win the game console for your man cave or she shed at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got till Friday, July 8th to enter to win the NBA Jam Shack edition console. So don't miss out. Enter today. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Typically, you know, we, we made this when the Summer League roster came out last week. We, I made this comment that you don't go to Summer League unless you need it. Um, that's the truth. You don't go to Summer League unless you need to be there. Uh, unless you have something you're getting out of it. With rookies, it, it's really just about exposure and, and nothing more. It's about coaching them for the first, coaching these players for the first time, introducing them to your system, to the way you're trying to run things. It's it, for for young players for rookies. It's it's about that initial step. For older players, there might be some little things they're trying to work on. Uh, you know, again, maybe some cohesion with new teammates. But for you know, for for older players, you expect them to look the part. You know, again, one of the things that I think we were frustrated about with last year's summer league was Cole Anthony did not look like a second-year player in Summer League. And the second-year players in Summer League usually are the ones that dominate play. They know what they're doing. They know how to play at an NBA level. Um, and then they do it, and usually they're done pretty quickly because you don't need to see anything more from them. This is why I suspect we're not seeing Franz Wagner. We don't need to see Franz Wagner here. Fra- you know, Outside of playing alongside Wendell Carter, which some of that stuff's probably happening behind the scenes anyway. Wendell Carter practiced with the Orlando... Or Stepped or observed practice and stepped in for a few drills on Tuesday at the Amway Center before the team went to Vegas. Carter told OrlandoMagic.com that he will be heading to Vegas for at least a few games. These guys, you know, a lot of the work that's being done in Summer League is not what happens in the game. So, again, I always say just take every game with a little grain of salt. But there was one interesting player who is trying to get something out of this, who, who does have something to prove and something to show here in Summer League. And that's R.J. Hampton. R.J. Hampton is one of the rare third-year players who will make a Summer League appearance, who will play this summer with the Orlando Magic. And and he explained the reason for this. He volunteered to play at Summer League because he felt he needed the extra reps. He wanted to play and felt the organized um, sessions in Vegas were far better for his development than going out and playing pickup or, or doing things on his own. And... This is honestly an incredibly mature observation from R.J. Hampton. Um, I think you have to applaud R.J. for taking this step. Not only is he coming in, and by virtue of having two years of experience heading into his third year, um, he is one of the more experienced players on this roster. So he is taking a leadership role. He he already said after Sunday's practice that he, along with Devin Kennedy and even Admiral Schofield, the, the roster players for the Orlando Magic, have pulled Paolo Bancaro and Caleb Houston aside and explained things to them and, and, and kind of gave words of encouragement, especially about the physicality. Again, that's such a huge point. I think that's going to be key for Paolo Bancaro here um, over the next week is that physicality, understanding how to use his body. He's, he's got a lot of body to use. Um, that is an insight that you know a coach can give you, 
but just going to be a lot more powerful from a teammate. And certainly it's beginning to build kind of those bonds of brotherhood um, that the Orlando Magic want to build. But RJ Hampton has a lot that he needs to accomplish too. Um, I said this entering last year that I felt RJ Hampton was going to be kind of the odd young guy out um, uh, on this roster. He's just so raw and there's just so many young guys ahead of him. It was going to be tough to find him his minutes. Tough to find find uh, his place uh, uh, in the rotation. Obviously, injuries took care of that, but Hampton was the guy that was in and out of the rotation. When the team did have a modicum of health, he was the guy that sat out. He was the guy that had to wait his turn. And the Magic essentially went way out of their way to keep the ball out of his hands. They really tried to turn him into a 3 and D player, which I think is ultimately the role that he's going to be successful in. He shot, I think, what, 38%? On threes, he was really effective as a catch-and-shoot. He was 35%, I think, of threes, but like 38% on catch-and-shoot threes. Really effective catch-and-shoot three-pointer. Pesky defender, not a great defender yet, um, but has plenty of room to grow. There were so many encouraging signs from R.J. Hampton throughout the course of last season. But for every encouraging sign, there was something that was really concerning. His turnovers were really bad. Anytime he had the ball in his hands, it felt like he was going way too fast um, and just driving himself into traps and into pockets. He just never felt like he had control over himself. And that led to turnovers. That led to mistakes. That led to driving in too deep. That led to wild shots at the rim that he couldn't finish. It was rough for him outside of that spot-up shooting. His defense was, I think, pesky, but pesky doesn't necessarily mean good. Um, He got beat a lot. What going for steals a lot, you know, again, just just the potential's all there, but it just it never quite came together. By almost every one of the catch-all metrics, whether it's Raptor, whether it's LeBron, whether it's Box Plus Minus, RJ Hampton ranked in the bottom quarter of the league, if not in the bottom 10% of the league. Some of that, of course, is because he was essentially the point guard for the Magic's worst lineups. And that's not necessarily because of him. That's because of the players around him as much as anything else. Um, Some of that, though, is on him. We we can't completely excuse him. And so for a young player, especially a young player as potentially talented as R.J. Hampton is, um, he has a lot of refining to do. He's still incredibly raw. But he's certainly capable of hitting that level of getting to that spot. And that's what Summer League is about for R.J. Hampton. Hampton said it on Sunday um, after the Magic's practice that the big thing he wants to work on is his on-ball skills. He wants to be more composed and controlled offensively. He wants to be a better ball handler and better point guard, even if he just becomes a secondary ball handler. And I, I suspect Devin Kennedy will take over most of the point guard duties in this Summer League. Even if he's just a reliable secondary ball handler, that makes him an incredibly valuable player. I have had a bit of a hot take um, in my mind um, that I will share now. I'm not saying this is true. I'm not saying this is how I feel today. But when I look ahead to what players can potentially be, I think R.J. Hampton could secure could have a much more secure place on this roster than a player like Cole Anthony. Because R.J. Hampton could fit very cleanly into that 3 and D role. He's already, you know, he's already shown that he can be a successful three-point shooter. He can continue to get better there. But if he can gain those controls, 
if he can if he can gain that control and composure, then all of a sudden you've got a really strong player. And obviously that's what the Magic are hoping to see. And that's probably what RJ Hampton is hoping to show at Summer League, that he's gained this control and this composure. Where Paolo Bancaro and the Magic's rookies are probably using Summer League to dip their to, to kind of get exposure to the NBA system, uh, to, to kind of feel what an NBA game feels like, RJ Hampton actually has some work to do. His play, not necessarily his stats, but his play matters. How he plays, what he does, and where he grows are extremely important for this team. It's going to be one of the key things that we watch because RJ Hampton has a ton to prove this week. We'll talk a little bit about what Devin Kennedy has to prove and why he really has a big opportunity here in Summer League coming up in just a moment. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball plus NBA futures, all on betonline.net. We do have some updates on the Bet Online world. Let me pull up the odds here. We did get updated odds for the NBA championship. Uh, the Magic still kind of hanging around, hanging around here. Let me see if I can pull these up real, real fast. It's taking forever, like it always does on my computer. Um, but the Magic, I think, are going at about plus a thousand, so a hundred to one, a hundred to one odds, probably maybe a little bit more. Let me again. Let me pull this up here. It is, it is taking forever. Um, looking at the odds to win the championship, the Orlando Magic are going at plus 50,000. So 500 to 1 odds to win the championship. They are uh, not the worst team. The Houston Rockets are plus 100,000. That is 100 to 1 odds. Um, so Magic got a lot of work to do to get where they want to go. But interesting notes. There was some movement on the lines, I believe. Um, some movements on the line here for the NBA. Uh, you know, we saw uh, Chet Holmgren's big game. According to some books, Chet Holmgren now the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Now, our friends at Bet Online do not have that posted quite yet. The best you could get is Paolo Bancaro over under 17.5 points per game. That's minus 115. So that is, you bet 115 to win 100. So over under 17.5 points per game, over under 6.5 rebounds per game. That's the power of bet online. You can really bet on anything, and that remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest, easiest way to check out all your favorite sports and events, including, like we said, baseball, MMA, boxing, and even golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. 
Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know, obviously, our big focus on summer in summer league is on our roster players, is on the guys who are going to be part of the Magic next season or have a good chance of being part of the Magic next season. I will admit, um, I'm going to be very intrigued to watch the summer league team because I have very low expectations for this team. Um, no offense to any of the guys who are, I'm sure, busting their butt, and, and I'm going to be really excited to be surprised by someone new. Um, but this is frankly, not a summer league roster that I am super excited about. Um, you know, the only guy that I really look at uh, that's not a roster player that I'm intrigued to see where he's at is Aleem Ford, because I thought Aleem Ford played really well in his limited minutes with the Magic last season. But otherwise, the names that I saw or the names that, that, that I was aware of, I, I'm not super excited to see this, this team. And even one of the guys that I was excited about, I asked a Michigan fan about him and he was like, nah, no, 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 you don't, don't, don't get excited about this guy. So I'm here to be surprised. I'm here to be surprised uh, to see if someone steps up. There's no Giannis Tima who I've been really excited about for a long time. He's actually going to be playing in, in the basketball tournament this year. Um, there's no Giannis Tima. It's obviously no Franz Wagner. There's no, there's not even guys that were really established on the Lakeland Magic. It was a bad year for the Lakeland Magic last year. New coach. They really struggled to kind of get their footing um, dealt with some injuries. Um, just not guys that I'm super familiar with. So the minutes when Paolo Bancaro and Devin Kennedy and RJ Hampton, even Admiral Schofield are out, they might get a little rough. Again, yes, the Magic are saying they're trying to win these games, but the results of these games do not matter. Like with RJ Hampton, though, there is a lot to prove for some of these roster players. And Devin Kennedy especially. Devin Kennedy is on a non-guaranteed deal. I believe his contract is not guaranteed until January. Um, so he is very much on the bubble. Now, the Magic have a full roster. There's no reason to believe the Magic won't keep Devin Kennedy around. They signed him to a new deal. So the only reason I think that he would kind of fall out of the picture here for the Orlando Magic is if he doesn't play well. And knowing how hard Devin Kennedy works, I'm not going to bet on that. I'm going to bet on him playing well. Kennedy really put it best. This summer league is his opportunity to show the magic and show the rest of the league that he is healthy, that he's put that horrific leg injury behind him. He played well to end the season. Great three-point shooter, averaged, what, eight, nine points per game, just able to hit, just took a lot of threes. He he gives the magic something that they desperately need. And if there's a guy that can... Uh, that can surprise and, and, and force his way into the rotation or be a really reliable player when injuries do inevitably hit this team. Devin Kennedy is that guy. But he has a lot to work on, too. You know, he would probably say that his, his leadership is going to be key for the Summer League as one of the older players, both on this roster and on the Magic's roster overall. But he's going to have to really prove that he can play the point. I would honestly say, like most things, like most like, like the NCAA tournament, Having a good point guard goes a long way. And I don't think it's 100% clear that the Magic do have a great point guard. That's something that Devin Kennedy is going to have to prove. If the Magic do find success, 
It's going to be because Kennedy and, and R.J. Hampton are leading the way as point guards, as organizers, as guys that get the ball into the right spots. And, and sure, this team is kind of set up for Paolo Bancaro to also be a playmaker. Would not surprise me if the Magic starting starting five for these games is Devin Kennedy, is Devin Kennedy, R.J. Hampton, Caleb Houston, Paolo Bancaro, and Aleem Ford. Not exactly going to be spacing the floor. Caleb Houston's a decent shooter. Um, you know, obviously Kennedy is a great shooter. Hampton can be a good shooter. It, it's 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 going to be a summer league game, guys. It's going to be summer league. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. There's going to be a lot of turnovers. But if Devin Kennedy can, again, show that he can be a great shooter if the Magic do move the ball effectively, if the Magic are able to kind of run through their stuff, and Kennedy can be a, a great playmaker as well and a guy who can run and organize this offense, then all of a sudden you have a player. Like Kennedy said, this is his chance to show that he is healthy, that he can do, that he is back on track, that he's back where he was when he won the MVP in the G League bubble two years ago. And that's, of course, is really exciting to see, really exciting to get a chance to look at, and really exciting for Devin, who is just one of the nicest dudes in the world. And obviously a guy that the Magic like having around, and the Magic are willing to invest in. The Summer League is obviously an opportunity to prove that investment is well worth it. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore md. Follow the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himley, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We're going to talk more about Summer League tomorrow. Uh, kind of dive in a little bit more into what to watch for, who to watch outside of the big players. We'll I'll, I'll do some more research on these guys. Um, what to watch for, what's going to matter in Summer League. We hit that today. We'll hit it again tomorrow as we get ready for Thursday's big game against the Houston Rockets. Now that you're done listening to us, so be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. They're going to have a complete recap of Summer League, both in Salt Lake City, San Francisco, and in Las Vegas as the NBA picks up its summer season. And yes, Today, Wednesday, contracts can get signed, so we'll get official word on some of the Magic's signings. Obviously, just uh, Mo Bamba and Bull Bull. But that's good dude for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic, this has been Phil Frost. We'll see you again next time for another episode. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.